from around the age of 20 to 23, I used to spend like one or two nights in town, drinking and doing what most young adults do, which in my case was failing to seduce anyone, but winning at pool and quiz machines. When I first started going out 18 plus, I would go to many different bars and clubs throughout the night, with all my old friends from school and over the next few years they went away to university. I ended up befriending locals and started hanging out around in this one bar with a group of friends I had made. This group was about 15 people, a mix of guys and girls, between the ages of 18 and 25. We were the main crowd for this one bar. Everyone who came in frequently would get to know our group and hang around hoping to join us or keep clear of us. I was really enjoying myself and started going out more often to meet my friends in this bar. I was drinking a lot and starting earlier in the day. I grew out of this stage in my life eventually. So anyway, this one girl that wasn't really part of the social group but was one of our friends started being friendly with me, hugging me when she saw me, following me outside if I wanted to smoke, usual stuff. It's not like she was the only person who did this, but over time it started to become a problem. See, at first I thought she was just friendly. I just couldn't see her in a romantic light, because she wasn't my type. And so I just didn't consider that she was attracted to me. So when she was friendly, I would be friendly back. This, I guess, was a mistake. My part. I thought I was just being a nice guy. I don't want to be mean now, but... I kind of have to explain to her a little bit. You might describe her as obese. She was fat. Very fat. Not the sort of chubby side, not the middle age, losing your figure type of fat. She was the round, bouncy. First thing you notice about her is that she is fat. Kind of fat. And she smelled bad too. I don't know if that's related to the weight thing, but it meant that having her in my personal space was not enjoyable, but I put up with it multiple times a week because I don't know what to do. She was nice to me, so I didn't want to upset her, but the smell was so bad. Oh, and she was my age. Anyway, after I had known her for a few months and became accustomed to her just always being around, I started to notice something. Territorial behaviors. So for example, if I was talking to a girl I liked, then she would often come over and make that dialogue a trialogue, you know. And she started getting kind of girlfriendly with me. Like she would get super upset by bits of banter and like drama cry out loud. Or she would try to start crying about her personal stuff and other girls would come up to me and tell me how upset she was and that I should go check up on her. I'm going to call her Gary. So, I would go talk to her and say like, Hey, don't get upset. What's up? And she would instantly be fine and hugging me and stuff like, Ugh, for fuck's sake. So, as this developed, I started getting tired of having to stop what I was doing and go see if Gary was okay. So I stopped. She would send naive girls to go and ask me to check on her. And I would tell them that I didn't care what Gary was doing. It had nothing to do with me. 
and the girls would tend to agree. You would think problem solved, right? Somehow she got my number. So I would be at home and I would get a text asking me to come to the bar or I would get a personal text like, I'm still upset with you because of last night. Sometimes I would engage in conversation with a rather confused attitude and other times I would ignore it. Pretty soon it got to the point where she would be in the bar every time I got there or she wouldn't be there and I would be relieved but she must have convinced a few people to notify her if I was in there because she would turn up not long after I got there. I would be dreading the moment the door opened and she would say hello to everyone in the bar but deliberately make her way to me. So I decided I need to distance myself from her. I was feeling a rather tad pursued but at the same time I didn't want to stop seeing my friends some of whom I was actually interested in and some of them were into me too but this Gary girl's drama was really making it difficult so I started just casually walking away from her if I was heading outside to smoke and saw her follow me I would squeeze into a position that meant she couldn't stand next to me or I would pace back and forth so she couldn't get too close to me for more than a second if I was talking to people and she appeared there I would move over to a different conversation she would follow soon after I remember a few times where I was literally running in circles around the pool table trying to get away from her once she figured out what was going on she started using psychology she would bitch about me stir rumors about me and just generally try to turn people on me on the occasion that I would be talking to the same people that she was the conversation would quickly become about me she would know about everything I had said to the people any drama that involved me she would know about and it seemed like anyone who had reason to be upset with me or had some past issues with me was being interrogated for information I don't know what to do about it so I just went back to being friendly with her it was better to have her as a stalker than have her as an enemy I figured she'd get tired. She didn't, but something better happened. I was playing pool with the guy one day, and he was friendly. Suck up, nervous, skinny. Spotty kind of guy. Anyway, I was beating him at pool over and over again, and Gary was there being a mix between a cheerleader and a bitch. She was constantly commenting on our game and trying to get a rise out of me and I was just taking the piss out of her back, but it was pretty friendly. Our weird dynamic had gotten quite comfortable now. Anyway, he picked up on the way I was speaking to her, and he started mimicking it, and she was enjoying it. So I was like, holy shit, light bulb. It was his turn to break the balls and pull, but before he took a shot, I needed to pee. So I went outside for a smoke, and Gary follows me. Naturally, I started playing matchmaker, telling her that clearly this guy liked her. Do you like him? That kind of thing. Telling her that she liked him and I could tell because of the way she was talking to him and stuff. I don't know if she liked him immediately or if she thought it was making me jealous, but either way she started being way more obvious with her flirting with him and me, which was fucking gross, but I held it together. Finally, I got the chance to speak with him without her around and 
I didn't need to convince him that he liked her at all. Stu just straight up liked her and was open about it. I was flabbergasted, but so freaking happy. I told him that he had to ask her out. He said he couldn't. He didn't know how. I was like, fucking hell. She defo likes you, I can tell. She was still too scared to do it. So, when they were both next nearshot of me, I said, You two seem really good together. You should totally try, like, going out together sometime. They looked at each other all embarrassed, but didn't agree to anything, so I made them give each other's numbers. And over the next few hours, I started asking them when they would next be meeting. I went full on getting the rest of the bar involved, making them the center of attention. By the end of the night, they were in each other's arms. They really got on. I saw way less of Gary after that. Every time I saw either of them, I would ask if they were still together. They fucking were. <laughs> Maybe they still are now. I don't know, it's been like six or seven years. It was a pretty happy ending, right? The funny part is, he was one of those super skinny guys, so the stereotype of skinny guys and big girls might be true, you know? I love Reddit videos on YouTube, and recently found this subreddit and thought this story would fit. So a short backstory, my older brother would work for his now ex-girlfriend's dad as a janitor. He was 19 and I recently turned 17, I'm now 19. His girlfriend was in my class and asked her dad to hire me. This job was a contracted job, so we would go to the business and clean their bathrooms, cafeterias, kitchens, and take out the cubicle trash. There were about four different buildings all belonging to this one building, so I rarely saw my brother, who was constantly at the main building. Eventually, I was moved to the main building where my brother and I worked together. I made sure to be an annoying little sister at times, so he didn't like to work in the same area with me, but we would work with our coworkers and the bigger areas together, like the cafeteria. One of the co-workers was around 45, and her son was a grade younger than me. I'll call her Lisa. So, we're the only two working at another building together, before moving to the main building. When we had our breaks, she would offer me a cigarette every now and then. Always accepted as I smoked prior, but had quit when my dad found them and made me throw them out. Now the story begins. There was a man, about 58 years old, who worked at the main building in the production area. I'll call him Bob. There were only two bathrooms, a small office and a trash compactor, so I rarely went there. The production area in the main hall I go outside was connected by the cafeteria. One day while we were cleaning the cafeteria, I was vacuuming the rugs when Bob came up from behind me and poked my sides. This obviously scared me, as my brother was in front of me, cleaning the counters. He started laughing about how high I jumped and randomly being touched. I turned around and it was Bob. He was laughing as well. I thought it was odd, but since my brother was laughing, I brushed it off. I can't remember exactly how it all started, but I think that was it. Bob kept badgering me about friending him on Facebook. I kept saying that I forgot and 
would add him the next night, but never did, until I eventually got annoyed and just added him. He would text me every weekend asking how I was and what I was doing, and when would be the next day I was working. I didn't see anything wrong with it at first, so I replied. Bob would go on a smoke break with Lisa. I would join them, because they would offer me a cig, and I couldn't buy them anymore, out of fear that my dad would find them. Nothing out of the ordinary happens on our smoke breaks. We would small talk about our days and such. Lisa had a boyfriend, and things were pretty rough between them. This all happened in the span of a year, so the timeline is a bit blurry. At one point, Lisa stopped going on smoke breaks with me and Bob. I learned Bob's break schedule and would stop working just to go out and smoke with him. By this point, I was addicted to cigarettes again. I didn't tell Bob, but I only talked to him so that he would give me a free smoke. Edit. I forgot to mention that Lisa's boyfriend started working with us. He asked me if Bob was my boyfriend or my dad because the relationship between us was hard to tell because how close we were. Bob would say things like, I'm basically your dad. We get along so well. He once said I look like his 20-something-year-old daughter, and people think we're father and daughter. But the worst thing he said was, someone asked if we're dating or related, and I told them, it's none of your business. I had a boyfriend that he knew about, and that kind of upset me a lot. I didn't try to correct him because I was afraid my free cigarettes would stop. When winter came around, we would smoke in Bob's car. He always started his car so we would have the heat, but a few times he would put the car in drive and drove around the parking lot. I didn't panic, but I made sure I had an escape plan. Plus, my brother would know where I was and would get worried if I never returned. Bob also called everyone pet names like Honey, Princess, and such, so I never thought anything of it when he called me them. He once even commented on a profile picture, Very beautiful, Princess. As in Bob's mind, he was my father figure. He also thought that Lisa was my mother figure. I have great loving parents at home, so I never looked at any of the adults as parental figures. He would tell Lisa and I that he wanted to take us out to eat and we could drink at his apartment afterwards. Basically a family night. We had mentioned that it could be fun, but never went into further detail about it since we both knew we wouldn't be going. Bob would tell me about his life and how lonely he was. He confessed to me his undying love for Lisa and said things like, I can give her a much better life than her boyfriend. And, if she would just give me a chance, I could make her happy. Lisa cut all contact with him and he was heartbroken. I told my parents about Bob and they agreed that he was acting very odd. I asked him to talk to my older brother, as I thought that he should have said something to Bob, telling him to leave me alone. He would always laugh when Bob scared me, so I pushed off the creepy vibes for months. By this time, I turned 18. I once made the mistake of trying to joke. A man passed us while we were at the smoke pit and asked if I was Bob's daughter. I said, might as well be. Big mistake. After this, Bob started giving me side hugs and eventually kissing the top of my head, less often than the hugs. It even got to the point of him telling me he loves me. He would walk beside me, 
and take my phone out of the back pocket, then compliment me how fast did I reacted, saying, I'd never grab your butt. I just wanted to see what you would do. A new lady around 36 started working with Bob in production, and he forgot all about Lisa and focused on this new lady. She now joined us on smoke breaks, and he would even drive her to the store after work since she didn't have a car. She also had a rough patch with a boyfriend, which made Bob complain the same way he did about Lisa. My older brother quit, and my younger brother took his place. He would join us at the smoke bit, but eventually stopped going because he didn't like smoking. I asked him what he thought about Bob. He said Bob was extremely creepy. I agreed. On Halloween, the new lady and I both dressed up. Bob took a picture on his phone. He even made our picture his lock screen. I just thought that he was using me as a way to get a picture of her, and he wanted her as his lock screen, not me. When the new lady stopped working at the business, Bob was heartbroken again. He told me that he tried to keep in touch with her, but she blocked him with no warning. He turned back to Lisa. She would sometimes smoke with us, but not nearly as much as she did before. When we walked down the hall, he would make sexual jokes to her. From what she told me, he had made jokes to me too, but not nearly as sexual, so I never caught on. She stopped talking to him again. I told my boss and co-workers that I was joining the Air Force soon and would quit a month before basic military training, so I can enjoy the time with my family. I mentioned this to Bob once. He acted like a proud father and gave me life advice that I didn't pay attention to. I had enough of him sexually harassing my co-worker and giving me the creeps. My boyfriend was also joining the Air Force and wanted me to quit my job sooner than I planned. Two months before my scheduled BMT date, Bob brought up a dinner idea, again, but this time without Lisa being invited. He said that we could watch movies in his apartment and he would buy me whatever alcohol I wanted, if I fell asleep. He would put me in his bed and he would sleep on the couch. I told him that my parents would never let me sleep at an older man's apartment and my boyfriend would be super upset. He told me to lie to them about where I was going. I declined. He also thought that when I was on leave, I would go to his work and surprise him. His logic. I knew his work schedule. He honestly thought that we were so close that I would go out of my way with the limited time I had with my family while I was home just to go back to where I used to work so I could smoke a cigarette with him for 10 minutes. Yeah, right. I complained to my parents again about Bob and they told me to quit the next time I worked. They agreed to help pay for anything I wanted to do before BMT, when the money I had saved ran out, because they wanted me to be happy and out of Bob's life. It was two weeks before my boyfriend left for BMT, so quitting at that time would be perfect, so I could spend the next two weeks with him, which is what I did. I texted my boss and told him about Bob and how he would make sexual jokes to Lisa, and how he made me uncomfortable. He said he had never heard anything about it before, and I should have told him earlier. Since I was quitting, I would no longer be in that building. He couldn't go to HR to complain. Bob texted me the next night before I quit. I gave a short, dull answer. He asked if everything was okay because I wasn't my usual self. Weeks before, I stopped replying to him because why would an 18-year-old want to spend her free time texting a creepy 58-year-old? I blocked him on Facebook that night. 
The next day I went into the work and I was in the cafeteria taking out trash. I saw Bob talking to Lisa, showing her something on his phone. Then he came over to me. I quickly grabbed the large garbage bag so I can use some as an excuse to leave. He told me that he had changed his lock screen because I was leaving soon. His exact words were, your eyes tell a story. It was my senior picture from almost a year ago. I was 17 in that picture. He had to scroll through my Facebook just to find it. I told him that it was nice and that I had to get on with work and walked away. The next day I went back to return my baggage and keys. I went to Lisa to ask her if she noticed how creepy Bob had been since I thought I was the only one that noticed. I wasn't the only one. She went off about how he was sexually harassing her and she laughed awkwardly to get away from it. She said, ever wonder why I stopped going to smoke breaks with you guys? I told her about her love. I told her about his love for her. She was grossed out. She then said something that made the whole last year that I've been working there come together. I think it was you all along. She thought that when Bob was complaining about his love for her, he was really talking about me. She showed me a text from him the night prior. I didn't come into work today because of OP, because it hurts that I can't text her anymore, and so on. My brother told me that Bob was out of work for three days before finally going back. I did unblock him for a day to see if our messages would still be there. They were gone when I unblocked him. To show my boss that they weren't, I did get a message from him apologizing if he was upset me in any way because Lisa told him that I quit because of him. He was asking if it was true in his mind I was like a daughter to him that unexpectedly blocked him and quit to get him out of my life. I'm sorry this isn't a very climatic story and it still creeps me out to think about how this old man groomed me. From poking my sides to slowly leading up to hugging me, kissing my head and telling me he loves me and texts me every day. I wish I would have followed my gut instinct and stopped talking to him sooner, because I really wanted those damn cigarettes. I'm just happy that I have enough common sense to not go to his apartment and drink with him. He lived over by the bar that my friend's mom works at. She told me that he showed her a picture of me once, telling her how proud he is of me joining the military. So I'm a 22-year-old female and I just moved into this apartment complex in the heart of downtown Baltimore. Tonight was my second night living here and I went to do the laundry that was on the lower level of the complex, kind of like the basement, and decided to use the gym that was also on the lower level, while I wait for my clothes to get washed. So I'm in the gym working out and it's a small room with not that much equipment. I was the only one in there and I see this guy in a hallway outside, looking at me. I ignored him and continued working out until he came into the gym, and gave me a thumbs up and said, good job, and smiled and I said thank you. He then comes in and starts a treadmill and I didn't want to be confined into a small space with this guy, so I went to the laundry room and my washer was almost finished. So I waited and texted on my phone. And a few minutes later, the same guy came in and went to do his load. We were the only ones in there, and then he came up to me and showed me his phone. And it was on Google Translate, and it read, 
You are beautiful. I said thank you, and he continued to translate for me. He said, Saudi Arabia, and he barely spoke any English, and he was asking if he wanted to be my friend. I have a hard time saying no, so I just shrugged and said okay, and he asked, via Google Translate, for my number. I gave him a fake, and he called it right in front of me, and of course my phone didn't ring. He continued to call, and still nothing. He told me to wait there and ran back to the elevators. I started to get a bad feeling, so I left the laundry room. I waited on the other side of the hallway, past the elevators, and turned the corner where he couldn't see me, and texted my boyfriend what was happening. The elevator door then opened and the man comes out, and I heard him go into the laundry. I had this gut feeling telling me to run, and I'm never a frantic person or anything, and I don't get spooked that easily, but I just had a really bad feeling. I pressed the exit button to unlock the door that leads to the outside, and it wasn't budging. I turned around and saw him head into the gym from the mirror on the wall. I knew he was going to check this side next, so I kept frantically pushing the button. The doors unlocked and I ran outside. I walked around for 10 minutes on my phone with my boyfriend, telling him what had happened, and went to the lobby of my complex and asked the front desk lady if she could escort me to the laundry room. She said yes, and we went. The man wasn't there, and I put my clothes in the dryer, and she told me to come back and get her when the dryer was done. 45 minutes later, the front desk lady and I went to the laundry room, and guess who was in there? The man. He smiled and was about to say something until he saw who I was with and became quiet. I got my clothes and we left, and the guy left with us too. We all got in the elevator, with the lady in between us and her and I got off on the lobby floor so she could show me where the other laundry rooms were on the other side of the complex. I thanked her and went on my way. I waited for the elevator to come down and when it did, the doors opened. That man came off and held the door open for me. I said no and told him I would wait for the next one. I don't want him knowing which floor I lived on. He got off and was pacing back and forth and huffing and puffing. As soon as the next elevator opened, I got on and he tried to get on with me. I immediately got off and he was like, come on in, come inside. And I said no. He started to get really mad and started to walk towards me. I booked it back to the lobby and to my luck, the front desk lady was already heading my way, telling me she had saw what had happened on the security camera. She escorted me to my room and made sure I got in safely. I'm so thankful that she was there, and this probably would have happened if I had just cut the conversation short with a man. I've never been this freaked out before and have never felt like this unsafe either. Even though he didn't necessarily do anything wrong, it was just the vibe I got off from him. I'm going to get a gym membership that's a few minutes walk away from my building, and use the laundry room on the other side of the complex, just so I can lessen the chance of having never run into that man again. Longtime lurker, first time poster. To set the mood, I grew up with my grandparents and older brother. I was probably 13 or so, and my brother had recently started working, so this was around the time I first stayed home alone. I think my grandparents had left to take him to work, so I'd be home for at least an hour or two. Okay, I'm loving it, feeling very grown up. 
I'm watching whatever I want on TV, just enjoying the solitude when I hear a car. I think nothing of it, because in my kid brain I'm thinking whoever it is will take note that my grandparents' car is on the driveway, and just come back later. Then I hear a car door, and I'm just trying to stay where I'm at, pretend nobody is home. Now there's somebody knocking at the door. They sound persistent, but I keep telling myself that they'll just go away eventually. So I'm waiting them out. This is before the time where my grandparents would answer their cell phones while out. So I know there's no point in raising an alarm. They're still knocking, so I'm starting to get frustrated. Because who does that? Why are they knocking as if there's supposed to be somebody home while there aren't any cars in the driveway? So I get up and we have a long bay window right in the middle of the living room. Probably about 10 feet from the front door. I'm looking out and I see a gold Buick-like sedan, older model. I didn't recognize the car, so there goes the second red flag. I quietly approached the door and put the chain on it to make sure it was locked. The whole time, this guy is still knocking louder and louder. I go back to the window to try to sneak a peek of this guy. It's an old man I haven't seen before. Now, my grandparents have a lot of friends their age, and I don't know them all by name or by car but I generally recognized them at least. He was super focused on the door and not giving the attention any mind. He's basically banging at this point. Then he stops. So I peeked out the window to see what he was doing now. Now there was a curtain, but it was one of those flimsy transparent ones, and I'm breathing a sigh of relief because he's walking back to his car. In my head, I'm like, phew, he gave up. He gets about halfway back to his car and he turns around. And I kid you not, we literally made direct eye contact. I drop to the floor hunched in a ball. Then the banging starts again. Somehow louder now than before. Then a pause. And at this point I'm too terrified to look out the window again, so I'm just sitting there listening. All of a sudden he's banging on the window. Now that window from the outside is not really within arm's reach. Even now, I can't easily reach it just standing at ground level. Plus, there's a bush right in front of it. So I'm shook because how in the hell this old man banging on that so hard? Then silence. Then he's banging at the door again. I was frozen underneath the window for a solid half an hour as this guy goes back and forth from the door to the window. I'm so panicked, I'm texting my friend just in case. So at least somebody would have a clue in case this guy finally gets in. I crawl from under the window to the back door and make sure everything is locked up tight. Just in case one of these pauses, he thinks to go around back. It's been around 45 minutes now, and he's still going. Then there's a really long pause and I hear a car door. I wait to hear the car turn on and I peek out as he's starting to drive down the driveway. It took me the rest of the time my grandparents were gone to process what had just happened. Was it somebody my grandfather knew trying to drop something off for him? That doesn't make sense because my grandfather would have told me. Was it somebody dropping in on him? That doesn't make sense because he should have noticed the car wasn't in the driveway. So I figured I would just wait and ask. Fast forward about an hour and my grandparents come home. I immediately ask if they were expecting somebody. He seemed confused and I told him everything that happened, asking if they sounded familiar to him. He had no idea who I was talking about, said he didn't even know anybody by that car, 
but completely dismissed my panic. Since then, I have never seen that car or that man again. So little old man who went full hulk on my door slash window. Let's not meet. In 2015, when I was about 20, I was using Tinder a lot. Sometimes I would go out with a girl and we wouldn't connect or I'd get stood up. I went to meet up with some friends from the IU in Bloomington for a weekend. More of just hanging out and enjoyment and I figured I might meet a nice girl and hang out and get to know. I do not remember the girl's name particularly, but we matched and we talked for about a day and decided to hang out at her apartment that evening. I told my friends that I was about to go and what I was going to do, and that the apartment was only five minutes away from their place. I got in my car, put the GPS on, and made it to the apartment in a few minutes texting her and asking which apartment door was hers. I walked around the open complex searching for the right number until I got to her building. I texted her to meet me at the door to let me in because I wasn't sure I was at the building. She said okay. I stood outside waiting for about five minutes. Let me just say, it's about 10 o'clock in the winter. I noticed something as I looked at my phone. Waiting to a window with blinds from the bottom floor open up and with what I can only assume was four different people staring at me. I texted this girl asking where she was and she had told me the door to her building was open and her apartment was the first one on the right. I walked to the door and was surprised it was unlocked. As soon as the door to the complex was shut, I turned to the left and heard from behind the door somebody say, Shh, he's outside the door. At that point, I realized the door I was at was the same one with the people staring out the window at me and I got a gut reaction to leave or something was going to happen to me. I walked out of the complex and went by the window which I noticed the lights had been shut off and I ran to my car and got out of there as fast as I could. As I got back to my friend's place, I explained to them the situation and they didn't really take it as serious as I did. As the night went on, we had a few beers. Before I went to bed, I got a text saying, Where did you go? I've been waiting for you. I blocked the number and went to sleep. So if you're ever on a dating site, always meet in public. To whoever that was, let's not meet. <laughs>